Hello and welcome back to the Author Success and Book Marketing Tips podcast. This is Penny Sansberry with Author Marketing Experts. My awesome and amazing co-host, Miss Amy Cornell. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So this is number three in our Goodreads series. This is the third and final one in our Goodreads series. I hope the first two were helpful. If you're just popping into this podcast at the at in this particular show, be sure to take the first two because it kind of lays the groundwork for what we're doing now. Um, I love Goodreads. Just to give you a little bit of backstory, it, Goodreads is, I think, Amy, they have, what, 80 million readers on Goodreads? Yeah, and it seems like in counting always, but yes. Yeah, and now in particular, you know, I mean, I think now more than ever that we are um, sort of being forced online to, to look for new reads and finding new authors. Goodreads is the number one social networking site for re authors and readers, and it just is a fabulous, fabulous portal. In specific today, we're going to talk about the Goodreads, the Goodreads giveaway, which changed a couple of years ago, as those of you listening probably all know. Um, they went from being a free giveaway to being a paid, which at first, I think, you and I, Amy, kind of bristled at, but there really are a lot more benefits, which I know we're going to break down for everybody today, but the, the benefits really outweigh the negatives. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. Previously, it really was just a DIY option, Penny, and now that they've gone to paid, all the benefits and what Goodreads has proactively done to help support your investment is 100% worth it what you get out of each giveaway is so much more um, than what used to happen previously. Well, and one of the things that I really like, and as I said, we are going to dig into these individual components, but my personal favorite thing is the fact that now I can choose between doing a Kindle giveaway or a print giveaway. So previously, you had to mail your books out to recipients, and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're a little short on time and you did, you know, you, you did a really aggressive giveaway of 25 or 50 books or something like that, now you're mailing these books individually to, you know, to winners, and that got to be a little bit time-consuming. But now I could do a giveaway of a hundred, you know, Kindle eBooks and boom, um, Goodreads fulfills it. And it's just, it's a great thing. So it's less work on my part. So Amy, let's talk through what are some of the, um, what are some of the major changes that Goodreads has implemented with the paid versus the, the prior DIY free platform? Yeah, so the difference, the main difference is that now anybody that participates in a giveaway, and we will cover this a little bit more, anybody that participates in your giveaway is now connected to your account and to your network. Your book is automatically added to their to-read shelf, and you also get to see who all um, entered your giveaway, so you have access to that data as well, so you have this great networking opportunity. And then again, like I said, your book is now living on their account in their to-read shelf, which is just a fabulous, fabulous option that was not available before. Essentially, none of this was. All that happened from the previous free giveaways, Penny, is that the winners would win a book. That's really, that was it. You had their, you had their 10 names or whatever it was, those print books that you wanted to give away, and it pretty much ended there. And now there's so many possibilities that can really, you know, benefit you long term. So, so it, 
so previous, so now let me make sure that I understand this. Everyone who has entered your giveaway gets your book added to their to be read shelf. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's fabulous. I love that. And you can now also optimize giveaways where, as, I, as we said previously, you kind of put the giveaway together, put it up there and kind of hope for the best. But now you can optimize those, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. There, oh, there's so many ways to customize what you can do. Um, and I would say, keep in mind when you're thinking about which format you want to give away, um, Kindle, Kindle options are available to Kindle Direct Publishing account holders. So that is one factor. Not everybody has access to those, but you can give away up to a hundred copies. So that's 100 copies of your book in a hundred new readers hands, which is amazing. And then a lot of people, I will say that we do notice um, when there are more copies available, there tends to be more participation. So that's something to be said as well. Uh, print copies, I think are also really great um, when it comes to personalizing, you know, your giveaway. Sure. Yes, you have to take in shipping costs into consideration, but you know, when you do print copies, you do get to sign them. You could do a personalized note. If you have anything brand centric like swag, you can include that with it. So I really would honestly, if it's in your budget, would recommend testing out both options and kind of, you know, using both of those during different times of the year. Um, maybe around Christmas time, around the holidays, it would be fun to do a print copy version and really play that up elsewhere because then you get to put together a nice little packet of, of goodies to send people. And it's just another reason to really chat up what you're doing and let people know what's going on and all the fun, unique things you have planned. That's fantastic. I love that so much. Now, let me just clarify something for the listeners. When you said that, that a member has to be in, so do you, in order for you to participate in an ebook giveaway, do you have to be a Kindle Unlimited subscriber or can anybody get the ebook? Anybody can get the ebook. So that part's, that's part's pretty simple. I think you have to have a Kindle account, I would imagine. Oh, got it, got you it. You know, at least the app to open it since it is a, you know, a Kindle edition. But aside from that, no, there's no restrictions for those participating, which is really great. That's fabulous. So what other tips can you give us um, in terms of the giveaway? How much, and this is maybe a strange question, but how much does the book description factor into this? I mean, we know that, the giveaways, like they're going to look at the title and the genre of the book. They go, oh, I'd love to read this book. I'm going to enter this giveaway and they'll fall in love with the cover or whatever. Does anybody ever see the description in the giveaway portion of the, where the, the Goodreads section now? I think, you know, that's interesting. The giveaway is very much similar to what we see with, I would say, Amazon ads. So your cover is definitely going to be your first big selling point. But then your description, I think, you know, what I usually recommend and what we do for our clients when we help them with these, we don't use the description on Amazon. We lead with something that is standout, whether it's a review, you know, this is a way to sell your book. You want people to want this book. So your elevator pitch is a great place to go. You know, you're kind of pitching this to people, not just replicating what they can already find on Amazon. You know, this is a unique way to stand out. That's great. I, lo I, like, I love that a ton. Um, so what about what's next? So you create the giveaway. There are a lot more steps, I think, now that it's paid. What else can you, what else do you recommend? Oh, well, let's talk about, should we talk about the length? Yeah, let's talk about the length and also yeah. um, some of the, you know, like the URL. I think you can create a unique URL and stuff like that. So 
Yes, you will. When you create the giveaway, you know, it's going to ask you to upload the description, the length of time. It'll ask you, there's a, there's a few things, but again, we've discussed this. Goodreads is very user-friendly. It's very intuitive. So don't worry. They will walk you through all of this. And it's really actually a simple process. Setting up the length is important. Uh, determining how long you want to run for. I will say the most important thing to keep in mind is how many books you're giving away. You know, if you can give away 100 Kindle editions, then you could actually run your giveaway for a month because keep in mind, the longer you run, realistically, the more entries you'll have and everybody that enters, I'm going to reiterate this, everybody that enters gets your book on their to read shelf. So that's fabulous exposure. But you know, you have to keep in mind if you're only giving away five print copies running for a month, you're realistically, the buzz about your giveaway is going to peter out long before those 30 days are up. So my typical recommendation is to kind of adjust the length of your giveaway for the number of copies you're giving away, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, yes, after you create the giveaway, you will get a dedicated page where your giveaway lives. So you want to save that URL and share it. Share it everywhere. We discussed this in a previous episode. You definitely want to create a Goodreads event for your giveaway. Your events, remember, see, it's amazing how all these things link up. That's why everything on Goodreads is important. Um, Every time you create an event, you get to notify everybody in your network. So our previous episode in the series on Goodreads was all about networking, both with readers, other authors, and adding people to your friends list. So every time you create an event, you have the opportunity to let everybody in your network know what's going on. So when you create a Goodreads giveaway, you get to let everybody in your network know that you have a giveaway coming up. And it's brilliant. That's essentially your mailing list on Goodreads is what you're working on there. So definitely use that unique URL, create an event on Goodreads, you know, share it on social, send out a special edition of your newsletter. And I mean, honestly, if you have a smaller platform, especially if you're a newer author, and you have a blog, why not use this as a blog opportunity, Penny? You know, play up your Goodreads giveaway on your blog. Really put it out there everywhere. You know, you invested in this and all these other pieces, promoting it is free. So why not do it? No, that's a great idea because, you know, I remember when Goodreads was doing free giveaway, you know, when the, well, before, they would, before Goodreads was charging for these. And really the only, I mean, you could promote your giveaway, yes, but because there were so many other giveaways that were running because they were always free, um, the only cost to the author obviously was the cost of the book. You were competing with so many other books that were sitting in this giveaway pile that we were recommending things like do short giveaway runs so that it, so that your Goodreads giveaway shows up on the just started and ending soon list. You know what I mean? So you have to get super creative, but you don't really have to do that anymore. I mean, as you said, base the length of the giveaway on how many books that you're giving out because the, you know, the, obviously the shorter giveaway, you don't necessarily need to run it for a month, but there are so many great opportunities now for authors. Cause we have one author I know, And we've done a video on this for our master Amazon video course who just Marlene, right? And Mm -hmm. she just kills it every single time on Goodreads. I mean, she, every single one of the opportunities that she has that Goodreads offers her for free, once you do that, once you pay for the giveaway, she uses to, to it's, you know, it's greatest and biggest 
uh, its biggest purpose, and she really kills every giveaway that she uh, that she runs. So once the giveaway is over, what is there anything that an author can do? So let's say the giveaway is ended, and they, they, they you know they've assigned winners and mailed out books, or they've been sent via Kindle. What's next? Yes. After your giveaway is over, you will be notified of all the winners. That's, they, they send that to you. That's very easy to find. You definitely want to connect with those winners. If you have a Kindle edition, Goodreads already handled giving it to them. So that happened instantly. They should already have it in their, their account. So send a connection request. Personalize the message. We cover this over and over again anytime we talk about Goodreads. The main thing is to personalize your outreach to people. And then it's not spammy. It's not inappropriate. I mean, people are there because they love books and they want to connect with authors. But just make sure you're not sending out really basic templated, like, thanks for winning my book. I hope you leave a review. Like, that's not going to go over well, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, reminding them that they recently won your book, congratulating them, letting them know that you can't wait to hear what they think about, what they think about your book, invite them to reach out to you with questions you know, building these connections, again, they all come back together. Building these connections, adding people to your friends list means next time you have a Goodreads giveaway, the next time you have something to promote, whether it's a discount promotion, uh, something special going on on your website, if you have an online event, these are all the people that you can notify via Goodreads, anything else that you have going on with your brand. It's not just about promoting Goodreads-centric strategies. It's about promoting everything that you're doing for your book and being able to use that event option and connecting with all these people that you're networking with and adding to your friends list. Oh, that's terrific. I like that so much. And I like how you have very brilliantly tied the tied these episodes together because you know you're the, the first, you know, the second episode we talked about networking and now the networking plays into the Goodreads giveaway. So doing these you know, listening to these shows um, in order and getting onto Goodreads and optimizing, networking with people and then running a giveaway makes just, a t it makes a ton of sense. Yes, it really does. And if you've given away and you mentioned Marlene earlier, this is something that she does that we didn't even coach her on. As you said, she is just really all over Goodreads and really uses it very well. Whenever she does a print copies giveaway, she actually sends a personal message to the people that won, letting them know as soon as the book went out and thanking them again. You know, it, it's just so smart. And to think that somebody takes the, the time out of their day to write you personally, send you a note, thanking you for entering their giveaway, letting you know when they should expect the book. Like, how awesome is that? To hear from an author, you know, that they've taken the time to write you personally and check in. I think it's just so fabulous. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think that that ties back into what we always talk about is you have to, creating a personal connection with a reader, really, you know, um, thank you, you know, that personal thank you goes a lot, goes such a long way. It um, really does. And so much on Goodreads is, you know, other than investing in the giveaway itself, one reason I love to promote Goodreads to authors and push them to use it because it's all free, Penny. It's, it's a little bit of your time, but it's all free. These are efforts that are not costing you anything else. It's not an additional investment. It's making those personal connections that you always talk about. And anything free that you can do for your book, like why would that not make the list, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Especially if you have a lot of downtime, if you've 
got even, because as we talked about also in the first episode, Goodreads doesn't require a lot of care and feeding. So you can be, you can be proactively and uh, on Goodreads, you can be, um, you, you can spend an hour or even 15 minutes there a week and still be really doing a great job. Yes, a lot of it is front-loaded. A lot of that effort is front-loaded. Everything we discussed in episode, in the first, in this series, in the Goodreads series on the podcast, you know, doing that optimization and really making yourself represented as a unique brand on your author dashboard, that's really the most work you put into it. And once that's done, you're good to go. It's really just maintenance from there on out. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love this. And I hope that you have all enjoyed listening to this three-part Goodreads series. The next two podcasts, we're going to talk about pitching and we're going to divide up the podcast in media pitching. So getting yourself out to uh, national media, if that's your goal, as well as blogger pitching. For those of you who say, you know what, national media is not really my thing or it's not right for my market. I really like to focus on getting more attention um, from bloggers. So we're going to focus on that in the next two shows. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell with the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. And I really hope I would encourage you, please leave a review or just a rating. Let us know. And you can always reach us at info at amarketingexpert.com. Let us know how you like the show, what you'd like to see more of. And if you have any ideas for future shows, we'd love to hear those too. Thank you so much for tuning in and I wish you all much publishing success. Bye-bye.